Good morning, and welcome back to Pastor's Morning Musings. Pastor Jeff here with you again this morning, and today we are going to be in the book of Esther. A very unusual thought that the Lord has laid on my heart this morning, uh, but uh, I hope it'll be a blessing to you today. Esther chapter number 9 is where we're going to be this morning, and verse number 1 is where I will begin. In the twelfth month, that is the month Adar, on the thirteenth day of the same, when the king's commandment and his decree drew near to be put in execution, in the day that the enemies of the Jews hoped to have power over them, though it was turned to the contrary that the Jews had rule over them that hated them. The Jews gathered themselves together in their cities throughout all the provinces of King Ahasuerus to lay hand on such as sought their hurt, and no man could withstand them, for the fear of them fell upon all people. And all the rulers of the provinces and the lieutenants and the deputies and the officers of the king helped the Jews, because the fear of Mordecai fell upon them. For Mordecai was great in the king's house, and his fame went throughout all the provinces. For this man Mordecai waxed greater and greater. Thus the Jews smote all their enemies with the stroke of the sword and slaughter and destruction, and did what they would unto those that hated them. Esther, to me, is a vital link between the captivity of Judah and the return of Ezra and Nehemiah to rebuild the temple in Jerusalem and also to reestablish the work of the temple. When we get into Ezra and the decision to allow the Jews to go back and start rebuilding, I personally do not believe it would have happened as easily as it did if it were not for Esther and Mordecai. If we were to look at the timing of the captivity, we would see that it is very possible that the fame of Queen Esther would have influenced Cyrus, king of Persia, who allowed the Jews to return. As I was reading this passage of scripture this morning, I was thinking about the situation that the Jews were in at the hands of Haman. Death was for sure imminent. They did not seem to have any hope at all. We quote the words of Esther many times, If I perish, I perish. And the words of Mordecai, who said to her, Such a time as this. It was not a good timing for the Jews. It was not a good task that Esther had to do in putting her life on the line to go before the king without being asked. All of the impending doom for the Jews was by one man and his family and friends, Haman, a wicked man. His hate for the Jews was so great, he wanted to wipe them off the face of the earth. In verse 1, we are told, in the day that the enemies of the Jews hope to have power over them. And then we have in brackets here a thought that is given to us in relationship to the statement that he just made. Though it was turned to the contrary that the Jews had rule over them that hated them. Folks, even when things look bleak and hopeless, in just one moment of time, in the nick of time, our Lord can turn the tables on our enemies and give us the victory. On the day the Jews were to have been slaughtered, God turned the tide and gave them the power over them that hated them. I know there was a lot that led up to that moment, but it was for sure hopeless until then. And God moved in a mighty way and gave his people the victory. Dear soul, don't lose faith. Don't lose hope. God is able to give you the victory over those that hate you for his name's sake. He is able to turn the tide for you 
and allow you to have the power over those that hate you. So let me leave you with this one last thought for today. To be good to all who come your way. For one you meet may be in difficulty seat. Please. 